Hello everyone and welcome to the Be Light, Shine Bright podcast. My name is Pakala Kiara and I'll be your host. Here we discuss life and how the different facets of it can influence our mental health. We will talk about therapy, interventions, mental health and life experiences. Remember, if you like it, feel free to give us a share and invite your friends and loved ones to listen. In this episode, I wanted to talk to you about something I like to call practicing the pause. Now, what do I mean when I say practicing the pause? I mean taking some time out before you respond um, or just taking some time to yourself and having a pause, putting pause on everything. Press that pause button, you know, give yourself some time to reset, relax, think about what you're going to say, prepare yourself before you respond. Literally pressing pause. Now, practicing the pause in an interactive person-to-person sense means um, that you give yourself some time to formulate the best response that is going to be the best for you but the best for the other person as well. Um, I always say the more we look after and know ourselves the better we are able to meet others where they're at the better the kind of support and responses uh, will be that we can give to other people. Um, So I think practicing the pause serves everyone all around. Um, We also reduce the chances of saying something that we might regret. Um, Sometimes when we don't practice the pause and we respond in a moment of irritation or um, anxiety or stress, we may say something a little bit narky or something that we probably maybe we don't mean um maybe it's the stress talking or it's uh, a snap response that if we had had more time we would respond in a better way perhaps we're already feeling a bit cranky with this person perhaps we have had an argument or a negative Uh, form of communication with this person and if we respond straight away we open ourselves up to saying something that we cannot take back Um, or as I said before saying things purely out of irritation without much thought put behind them whereas if we take some time and say I'm gonna need some time before I respond to you on this um, that can help for that interaction to go smoother for you to say the thing that you really want to say and for them to have some time to cool down as well so it's not just a stressful kind of back and forth ping pong situation as i said before giving yourself some time and practicing the pause can reduce stress and anxiety so in a moment of pressure um, saying look i actually can't do this right now can i get back to you Um, Do you mind if I look that up and come back to you? Um, Just gives us some breathing time, some breathing room, some space to move around in. Um, When we don't give ourselves time, we may put pressure on ourselves to find an answer. And it may not be 
the right answer it may be something that we don't mean to say or it could be incorrect information as well um, which leads us to the next part of practicing the pause giving best answers to people it's okay to tell people i would really like to check on that before i um, let you know what i think um, i have an idea but i'd really like to give you the most correct information that gives you some time it gives you time to look up the right information it gives you time to frame it in the best way um, and it gives them time to search for the answer themselves if you're always answering people and doing the work for them sometimes they become lazy and just rely on you to do that kind of thing and don't um, work on their own kind of weaknesses or research skills and that kind of thing so it can come in handy uh, in that circumstance as well um, being the best version of yourself when we give ourselves the pause not only do we reduce stress and anxiety and reduce the chance that we're going to say something that we regret we give ourselves the best chance of being the best version on, of ourselves so we give ourselves the best chance of saying something that is congruent with us that maintains our integrity that reflects us in the best light um, it's just really is putting your best foot forward um, practicing the pause can be doing the other person a service by asking for space or time you're reducing the pain that they may feel if you say something that you might regret or if you say something that is too honest or too harsh um, sometimes we need to practice the pause to be gentle on ourselves sometimes we need a bit of a rest sometimes we need to reduce that stress and anxiety sometimes we just need a bit more time to respond to the other person and this is in an interactive kind of sense Sometimes we need to practice the pause as an element of self-care. Sometimes we need to take a pause from our life. We need to put a pause on it all and reset. It can be something simple like going for an afternoon nap. It can be something bigger like taking a holiday or a sabbatical from work. Um, it could be delaying studies or delaying when you're going to take up a job. It could be... Um, asking someone to be patient with you and that you will come and see them next weekend it's about putting yourself first sometimes practicing the pause sometimes we get caught up in um, in why we want to do something for some someone else or always being the person that they can rely on that we forget to think about ourselves um, and there are a number of different situations where you might need to practice the pause. This is a short interruption to let you know that if you or a loved one is experiencing difficulty or is in need of more support, you can find me at maramacounseling.com. Be sure to check out the audio resources page also where you'll have access to a number of free resources that will help you to feel relaxed. Be sure to take advantage of my 20-minute free initial session. I am also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Can't wait to work with you. Now, there are a number of reasons why you might need to practice the pause. Um, perhaps it is causing a lot of stress in your life, trying to stay on top of 
responding to everyone. Um, this can be for people that have a type A personality. Um, myself, I like to be very organized. Um, I like to meet deadlines. Um, but sometimes I can put undue pressure on myself. Um, so, for example, on social media, um, if I have a notification, I feel the need to respond to it um, immediately. Otherwise, I may forget or I may not get to it. And I find this is especially true if somebody private messages me. Um, if I don't write back straight away, I feel like they can see that I've seen it. Um, you know, I might forget what I want to say. Um, if I leave it, I might, they might be offended if they can see that I've seen it and I haven't written back. It may be urgent. They may really need to know that answer. And all of these kind of things start playing on my anxiety. Um, I'm sure a lot of you are the same. It's the same with emails, text messages, things like that. Um, however, as I said before, sometimes my answers are not going to be the best if I pressure myself or if I um, yeah answer in a moment of stress and anxiety. Um, you know, I might be busy if I first see that message. I might have a hundred million other things going on in my house. I might be at the shops with my kids. I might be somewhere else with all of my kids. Um, sometimes it's a safety issue. I can't just be sitting there typing on my phone if I'm out and about with my children. Um, and different things like that. So sometimes I need to have a little bit of a self-talk with myself um, about that. And I'll get to that after I talk about some of the other reasons why we might need to um, practice the pause of different ways that we can practice the pause. But yeah, so some, some of you may be like me and have a type A personality, like to have everything organized and like to do things straight away so that they're ticked off, done, we can forget about it. However, sometimes this increases those feelings of pressure, which leads to stress and anxiety. Uh, some of you may have a reactive personality. Um, you may want to get into it. You may want to rebut um, an argument as soon as possible. You may want to say your two cents. You may want to express your opinion. You may feel a bit narky towards the person. You may want to um, respond in kind. Um, sometimes that doesn't always work out so well. We have arguments with people or we say things we might um, regret. So we may need to practice the pause in that instance as well. Um, another podcast I did, a podcast episode I did recently was on uh, rejection sensitive dysphoria. Uh, I recommend listening to that one. I did kind of talk about practicing the pause. Um, at the end of that episode, but some of us may have a predisposition where we feel um, things like rejection and uh, feeling like we're not good enough more and we were more sensitive than other people to those kinds of criticisms. Um, and that may make us reactive or make us want to respond, but perhaps negatively and not in ways that we would respond if we weren't feeling that um, kind of drastic um, reaction in the first place. So that could be another reason why we might need to practice the pause. 
um, we may be people pleasers. We may want to make nice and make everyone feel better and be all things to all people. Um, sometimes we can't do that. Sometimes we need to please ourselves. We need to practice self-love um, for ourselves. So we need to practice the pause there for that reason. Um, it may also be a trauma response as well to jump up and do the thing that somebody else asks you to do and we may not realize that we don't need to do that anymore so it may be an aspect of safety that's coming into play um where we feel like we need to do and fix and and respond to things immediately in case something bad happens so sometimes we may need to increase feelings of safety so it feels okay to practice the pause maybe we feel better when we're busy and we don't have time to stop and think about things that have happened to us or like i said before maybe we need we feel like we need to preempt things and fix them and make them all better before um something goes wrong so um yeah, perhaps we may need to start to learn how to practice the pause in that instance. Um, sometimes it can be also because we've come out of a situation like that and we are finally able for the first time in our life to express ourselves in the way that we want to. Um, and we may need some help in learning how to do that effectively and in a way that is safe for us and for others. Um, and yeah, just have a little bit of direction and practicing the pause gives you that time to learn those kind of, um, things that will help your interactions and communications become smoother. Sometimes we need to practice the pause because we say things unthinkingly. So, um, we're very quick for the words just to leave our mouth. Uh, I have a lot of young people that struggle with this um, and especially neurodivergent young people. Um, some of my clients that have ADHD struggle with um, just saying what they're thinking um, straight away. I'm not saying all people that have ADHD are like this but um, some, some of the people that I work with um, bring this to session as an issue that they would like to work on. So we talk about practicing the pause and we talk about developing a filter so that we're not masking um, some people with neurodivergence like ADHD or ASD mask, um, which can lead to problems down the track. But sometimes practicing the pause and asking for processing time can help us not to mask. So then we don't suffer the negative consequences of masking, which is camouflaging and trying to fit in. Um, but when we do that... It has a negative effect of making us feel burned out, um, not ourselves, unhappy, and we try and um, suppress things like stims that may be adaptive for us in releasing stress and um, diverting feelings of burnout and things like that. Now, how are some of the ways that we can practice the pause? For face-to-face -face interactions um, where we need to practice the pause, I encourage you to breathe deeply and take your time in your conversations. Um, allow turn-taking, so allow the other person to talk and then allow yourself to talk. 
Um, give them time to finish their thought before you respond or jump in. Um, and if you find this hard to do, counting in your head can help you to do this. So before you respond, give yourself to the count of 10. And while we're counting to 10, we can run it through a filter. So um, I like to use something called the think filter. So the letters in the word think stand for little elements of the filter that you can use um, to filter your words. So the think filter stands for, is it true? Is it helpful? Is it inspiring? Is it necessary? And is it kind? And I like the think filter because it helps you to kind of edit um, what you're going to say. And by letting it fall into one of these categories, you kind of know it's not going to be something that you're going to regret later. Um, if 10 seconds is too long at the start, you can try for three. If it's something that has really affected you um, and has hurt you and you're not wanting to say something you regret, it's always okay to walk away as well. Uh, I need some space. I need some time for you. from you. I'm just going to walk away for a little bit. We can come back to this later, but right now I don't want to talk about it. So boundaries, setting boundaries is another way of practicing the pause as well as walking away and doing things like that. Um, boundaries are really great for practicing the pause. It may be hard to set them at first, but the more that you practice it, the more your neural pathways will wire together, the easier it will become. I did a great podcast episode on setting boundaries in season one of the Be Light Shine Bright podcast. And I recommend you look at that one if you're wanting some more assistance with setting personal boundaries with other people. Um, other ways that you can take some time out if you're in person is putting headphones on. Um, so yeah, taking some time out and then reducing input by putting headphones on and sometimes listening to music like 8D music, which I've mentioned before, is binaural. It stimulates both sides of the brain and it helps you to process things. So it might cut down on the time that you're needing to spend away from the person while you're practicing the pause. It helps your brain to process negative uh, emotions or experiences like anxiety or stress and things like that. I mentioned before about walking away as a means of practicing the pause. Another great way to practice the pause and use your body is to do some form of exercise. Uh, one of my younger clients, when he feels frustrated um, and he wants to practice the pause, and this happens a lot when he's playing a video game, he will hop off the game and he will do some push-ups. So this is a way that he likes to practice the pause, but you could implement it in whatever way it needs to look like for you. Uh, when I was younger, I used to like to go for a jog. You might like to go for a walk, a jog, a run, uh, go to the gym, do some yoga, just practicing the pause in that kind of way. So we're pausing the conversation or what it is that's making us feel stressed. 
and we are doing something that is engaging both sides of our body which stimulates both sides of our brain and helps us to process things quicker as well now if it is a person-to-person interaction over the phone or via text we can practice the pause by asking for time from the other person so if you're having a in-depth conversation on the phone uh, where you're talking to one another you can say look uh, I might need some time to get back to you on that subject if that's okay um, if it's a text message you can do the same thing or you can simply read it and not respond if you find that difficult if that's something you struggle with which I struggle with myself then actually turning your phone off can be useful too turning your phone off and walking away for five to ten minutes and then coming back to it another thing that I like to do is write out what I want to say and then don't send it so reread it and delete elements that may be too harsh sometimes you need to write it all out leave put it down leave it walk away and then come back and delete the things you don't want to say Um, so that's another way of practicing the pause there as well Um, Like I said before, sometimes we need to practice the pause in other situations, so not in interactions, in um, just other situations in our life. Um, Some of the things that I like to take a pause from is things like study. Um, You can feel yourself getting really frustrated when you're studying or when you're completing an assessment. You need to take a break. You need to practice the pause sometimes. Um, Sometimes I need to practice the pause in and around my house I may have looked after the children all day so when my partner gets home sometimes I practice the pause by going to the room for an hour or two and decompressing I either read listen to music you know watch some of my shows or I do something like even like paperwork or um other things that I need to do case notes things like that um that I need to get done that I can't really do when I'm caring for other people but I can do when he's home and doing that sometimes we need to practice a pause um, from work so setting boundaries for yourself about what happens when you come home leaving work at work and just focusing on home stuff when we're at home and things like that sometimes we need to practice the pause and take a holiday Um, sometimes we need to practice the pause just in our life in general we may not be balancing things very well something that I like to do um, to make sure that I am going to practice the pause is uh, time blocking or time scheduling which I've spoken about before in one of my podcast episodes from last year Um, and that's when you have a schedule And you schedule all the things you need to do and you have to do in there. But then you schedule things like fun time. So it's guilt-free fun time, guilt-free practicing the pause because you know that you've already allocated and made time for all the things you have to do. Then you have allocated time for yourself to practice the pause and have fun also. So there's there's no need to feel guilty or that sense of doom or like you feel like you should be doing other things as well. So those are some ways that you can practice the pause. I'm sure there are many other things that you can do as well. Another one I like to do is to take a nice relaxing bath. But yeah, I'd love to hear from you 
on other things that you'd like to know about but I hope that this episode on practicing the pause has helped you in some way thank you for listening this concludes this episode of the be light shine bright podcast from Maramar counseling I'm Pakala Kiara and I hope you enjoyed listening today keep your eyes peeled and your ears ready for more episodes in the future and remember be light shine bright until next time.